0: This is an ABC News special
1: report. Now reporting, George Stephanopoulos.
2: And we are coming on the air right now because we are learning about a series of shooting incidents in the capital of Canada, Ottawa, including at their Parliament, Parliament Hill. You see those pictures right there from the capital. Three separate shooting incidents, according to Canadian police: one inside uh, the Parliament Parliament building, one nearby at a war memorial near the Parliament, and the third at a high-end shopping mall called the Rideau Center in downtown Ottawa, all quite close uh, right now. I want to go straight now to Canada, where we have a senator from inside the parliament, Senator Percy Down, who is in the parliament this morning. Senator, what can you tell us about the situation?
3: Well, mostly what I've heard on the news. I was on the phone um, with someone from Prince Edward Island, the region I'm from, and I heard the police arriving on Parliament Hill in full force. After the phone call, I looked out and I saw... Police going to the trunk of the car and taking out their uh, machine guns and uh, shotguns and bulletproof vests and I knew it was a serious situation. I then heard on the news that one of the members of the Canadian Forces who guards our war memorial, which is very close to uh, Parliament Hill, had been shot. Uh, Then there was rumours that gunmen uh, or gunmen were running towards um, Parliament itself and uh, we were all locked down. Uh, into her office, and we're still here.
2: So you're in the so you're you're there in your office now, safe as far- well. Hello there, Mr. Chase. Uh, late
4: breaking news here on the uh, Unfilter program.
5: <laughs> yeah, yeah, a developing story. Yes. You couldn't have done that before I turned I just, on the I, I just noticed.
4: <laughs> I just <laughs> noticed. Oh
2: God!
5: <laughs> well, hi Chase. What hi, a day Chris. today, huh?
4: It's been a crazy, crazy day in our world, and you know, hey, at least there's something to liven up the atmosphere.
5: Yeah, something to really start the show off with a bang with today. The Unfiltered Supporters Show, episode 119, the show before Chris flies to Ohio.
4: Ah, you're going to dot the I in Ohio
5: tomorrow. What does that even mean? Why do people <laughs> say that? That's,
4: everybody's been saying that.
5: I have no idea what that means.
4: <laughs> you you don't know? Just 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 do a YouTube search for dot I in Ohio. Just, Are you
5: going somewhere this weekend?
4: I am. This I'm, weekend? I'm driving to California on Friday. And if there's an astute person in the uh, Unfiltered chat room that How real- How long of a
5: drive is that?
4: It's 14 hours.
5: You're going to just do it all in one go? Well, I mean, you're going to have to eat.
4: But. Well, yeah. My wife and I are going to be switching back and forth. Oh,
5: that's good. Yeah. That helps.
4: Basically, I'll drive for about four hours or a tank of fuel. She'll take a tank of fuel. We'll we'll go back and forth.
5: So while you're going to Cali, I'll do, be going to Ohio. Do
4: you have any idea why I'm going to Cali?
5: Uh, the Giants.
4: Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, wait. Very good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm going. Uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There is a Washington tie, by the way. So Saturday, I'm going to the World Series, uh, sports ball game. And, and uh, hmm. Washington State Ferries. I thought that was like sold. in
5: January or something. No, it's right
4: now. Hmm. And uh, on Saturday, I'll be taking a ferry from a small little town to San Francisco. The ferry drops you off right there at the stadium. And the boat that I'll be on used to be a Washington State Ferry boat. And by the way, that sounds so weird to me.
5: Why are you got it? Why you gotta be? Uh, why you gotta be telling? Nobody cares about that, Chase. Nobody.
4: No, cares. I'm t- no. Uh, it relates to what I told you earlier. <laughs> no, no.
5: I'm talking about the Washington State Ferry. Nobody, uh, nobody cares. I know.
4: <laughs> I know. Nobody cares.
5: <laughs> but that does sound like a good time. That sounds like a good time. Um, too bad you're not going to Ohio. that that'd be, that'd be. We're gonna have a good time in Ohio.
4: Sounds like a fun time. Yeah, Linux Fest Ohio yeah. style. Yeah. Do, now, do uh, Linux ends. Do they party the same as they do up in Bellingham?
5: I don't know. I'll find out.
4: Oh, is this is your first time going? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, I first. didn't know that. Yeah, I thought you'd been out there before.
5: No. Nope. Wow. Nope. Nope, 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 nope.
4: So are you uh, doing the same kind of thing? Are you setting up uh, broadcast
5: seats? Nope. And... No. You're no, just... we're just going to go. Uh, we're going to have cameras. We'll do interviews. We'll meet and greet, walk around talk to people, but we're not going to have a booth this time. Oh. Oh, no, no. See, the thing is, is... uh. uh the booth people didn't come up and say hi to us at the booth because they didn't want to, they, it, it, it. Like they were like, yeah, off put by the booth and stuff. Oh really?
4: Yeah, I can, I guess I could see that they think, oh wow, man, Chris is really big time now.
5: Well, or they think, oh look how busy they are with all those people at the booth. I don't want to walk up. Was what I heard a lot of oh. after the fest. So you just want to be able
4: to go out there and talk to the peeps,
5: and you know maybe actually enjoy the fest.
4: Uh, can I ask a uh, uh, another unrelated, unredacted yeah. question? What What is that?
5: It's a unicorn. Oh.
4: It look, uh, from this angle, looks like uh, some sort of bug.
5: It is a unicorn because the Utopic Unicorn releases tomorrow. Uh, so while we are recording right now, as we went on the air, no? the, uh, the CBC just went off the air after day-long coverage of this shooter. Right. They were expecting a big statement on what's going on. That statement has been delayed. We're continuing to monitor some live streams. You got any live streams over there you can monitor? Chase, any hacks and... Uh, and backslashes you know and, and
4: I, I i will see what i can do for
5: you yeah because we are expecting a statement we could we could tune into that live while we record but there is already been some connections things starting to get tied up we're starting to get our narrative in, in order and uh, this uh, next clip uh, gives us probably one of the most connect important connections to this shooter
6: some of our other colleagues cnn's deb ferrick jim Shudo, pamela brown all telling us um, that the shooter's Here, name... I'll back it up to you well, Multiple U.S. officials are telling myself and C- some of our other colleagues, CNN's Deb Farrick, Jim Sciutto, Pamela Brown, all telling us um, that the shooter's name has been identified by Canadian officials to them as Michael zeehoff Bibo. He's a Canadian-born citizen, Canadian-born wolf. In 1982, 32-year-old Canadian man being named as a likely shooter today. And what officials are saying is... He has a history of drug addiction and drug use before he converted to islam so we understand that he's an islamic convert this is obviously michael ziaf bebo is uh an arabic islamic type name Uh, officials say uh, uh along the north african type of descent um and that's really all they know at this point officials are saying that you know right now this is all they know about his name he was converted to islam and had a history of drug addiction wolf before he converted to islam and and the cbc the canadian broadcaster is is reporting that this gentleman had some convictions of drug use and drug uh dealings before he was converted to islam dating back about 10
7: years wolf it, it was his name michael Bibo before he converted to islam or is that his new name
6: we understand that's his new name, but that's the uh, name that officials are using right now, Michael Zeehoff Bebo, 32-year-old from, Canadi- from Canada. And, from Canada. From Canada.
5: So there you go. God. So he- and,
4: and <laughs> I think if they would get a reporter, they'd get it right about who is what and stuff.
6: It's interesting,
5: too. It's all officials saying, official saying, but yes. So there you go. Do we know anything? Is there anything else you want to talk about the uh, shooting before we go on? I mean, it's... Sounds like uh, the uh, the guy that died, uh, the soldier, uh, kind of sad. So clear, uh, what would you find? You, case found, case you found uh, you found you found something over there, didn't no, you?
4: No, I'm just uh, checking in right now. Checking on uh, Anderson. Yeah. On Anderson. Uh, AC hey! Oh my gosh!
8: Oh my gosh! It's Anderson. <laughs>
5: Peter,
8: <everybody.
4: laughs> You're just waiting to use. Yeah. Let's, let's,
5: let's see what he's talking about.
4: All right. The here in the room. He's Early talking with a reporter from the Globe and Mail, which is a Canadian newspaper.
6: you know, talk of how many people were injured. We understand in Parliament there was one. Uh, guard shot in the leg, and, of course, the, the shooter appears to have been uh, downed in the video that I shot there. Uh, but, you know, very little information since then. So we've been relying on Twitter, on TV, on whatever to try to keep ourselves informed. But, you know, we've been uh, essentially sort of been locked down, prevented from going anywhere since 10 a.m. now. So I think it's certainly so, I'm starting to wonder why. That
4: so
5: here's happened. what I want to know. Chris. What is it, Chase? What do you want to know, man?
4: So the shooter's already dead, right? Yeah. Why is they still in lockdown?
5: Well, so they there. Yeah, I don't know, and I guess there was initial reports of multiple shooters too. Okay, I don't know if that's why,
4: but now they know that it's just one shooter. And you know, I, what I'm what I'm looking at here is, you know, they're going to be talking about uh, is there going to be an ISIS connection? I already right. heard, I heard on the radio on the way over here today. They already made the Iraq connection. Did you and, hear that? Yeah, and they also made the lone wolf oh, connection yeah. Yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah. they got to throw that in there. Right. So I I just find that very. Very interesting.
5: Well, you know, I mean... NORAD
4: raises their alert after these shootings? So
5: one thing to remember when these things happen is there's conspiracies, and then there is politicians who take advantage of of a really bad situation. And uh, so sometimes you can have politicians that are never wasting a a tragic opportunity. Unfortunately. And it doesn't mean there's a conspiracy behind it. No,
4: that's true. That's true. But yeah, I mean... I mean, I got some some huge, many friends up there, and this is this is a huge story for them. Of course, this so. is like someone going into our Capitol building. And here's what I don't understand: I, I guess, the way that they're, you know, obviously their their structure and the legal system and how things are handled up there, lends itself to more public access, I guess, because this can anybody just walk in to, say Congress here in the states? I don't think so.
5: No. But I don't think you. I don't think that he was supposed to have such. Like, I guess there was even questions of like where he parked. Shouldn't he? Shouldn't have been allowed to park where he was parked, and all these kinds of. Well, things. Canadians, as you know, very, very polite. Yeah, yes. Yeah,
4: yeah. Very. Sir, I'm sorry. You'll you'll you need to turn that uh, like unicorn a different. Well, direction. he's just looking at you.
5: <laughs> he's just looking at you, Chase. By the way, uh, in he's just checking you out. Uh, so I'll have some more
4: distracting I, news shortly. I think. What we By should... the way,
5: they keep looping
4: this B-roll over and over again. It's yeah, bugging me.
5: And all right, so let's move on. All right, please. Uh, so we'll talk about this more next week since it's developing right now. We can't get a lot into it, but we'll keep watching it throughout the week as much as we can, and then talk about it more next week. Got it. Uh, so I want to get into the topic that we were going to start the show with show with this week, and uh, that is a lot of the fear mongering that the uh, new your buddy uh, my, Kami, my good friend, the head of the FBI, uh, and him he's been going around on a campaign to, to combat. Encryption, And he's even been quoted as saying that he thinks that— Now, here's—Mr. Comey did not specify what kind of technological fix he wanted, but he said he wants fixes. He wants technology companies to fix this problem that he sees. And he says if they don't, he said we may have to get to a place where the U.S. Congress forces the issue onto American manufacturers. Oh,
4: come on.
5: Yeah, yeah. So this is interesting because in light of him pushing this, at the same time, there seems to be a bit of a cognitive disconnect. Yeah. Because we're being told that cybercrime and cyber criminals are at a higher level than we've ever seen before. In fact, we've just got new warnings that you're almost guaranteed to get hacked by the FBI. At least, that's what they told Fox News.
4: The FBI tonight, you will oh, sorry, be hacked, they say. It's not a matter of if, but when. And now, word, it may have happened yet again, this time at the office supply giant Staples. So what can you do to protect yourself? ABC's chief business correspondent, Rebecca Jarvis, tonight. Rebecca
9: Tonight, the Secret Service confirming to ABC News it is assisting Staples investigating a possible breach into customer credit card data. More Americans potentially in the line of fire. Have you ever had your credit card stolen? Yes.
0: Turns out it was like $15,000 worth
10: of credit cards that were opened in my name.
7: This wow. is the new reality. This is a Cold War.
9: Robert Hercevic is an internet security expert and Shark Tank Herjavec Shark. One of the
0: world's preeminent cybersecurity firms.
9: He says the thieves now have the
11: upper hand. This is only going to get worse, more dangerous, and we have to be more vigilant.
9: Kmart, Dairy Queen, Home Depot, Target, and more. 500 million financial records stolen in just the past year. And experts say to protect yourself, you must monitor those bills regularly, even though, David, just one in 10 of us actually do. All
4: right. Help from one of the sharks tonight, too. We'll
5: take it. Help from one of the sharks tonight. Okay, so there you go. That was a warning that was put out there.
4: This is our own damn fault. This is our own fault. The reason why it's our own fault is, and it's, it's our, our fault collectively on a few different circles. First off, you have stores and credit card issuers who do not want to pay to upgrade the equipment to an encrypted chip and pin system that Canada and many other parts of the world have already been using. We use this old swiping technology where, you know, you go to a restaurant, for example, someone takes your card and they walk off with it and who knows what they're doing with it. You ever been to a restaurant up in Canada, Chris? Mm-hmm. You know what happens if you're going to pay your dinner with your with your card? They come to your table with a little handheld machine. You pay for it right there. I mean, yeah. just the attitudes with security yep. in this country oh, yeah, no. is just awful. And yeah. and
5: I, I we need to. I mean, I I guess I uh, this that this particular this this conversation I feel is pretty well tread out. I think everybody yeah. kind of agrees, though. I don't think. So I mean so what's it, the point it's of already the getting FBI? fixed.
4: Yeah, so what is the point? Is this the FBI obviously trying to use this angle to say, well, hey, we need these back doors?
5: Well, no, see that's what I don't get. Yeah. So uh, this is the this is the part that it seems like a disconnect to me. Is the FBI is going out there talking about how they they might need Congress to get American manufacturing companies like Google and Apple to build in front doors for the he says he wants front doors. <laughs> uh but then at the same time, they're saying that you're almost guaranteed to get hacked, and yeah. cybercrime is, you know, so you have to be vigilant and have the most secure device ever.
4: So we're supposed to trust them. I,
5: let's See, the two things don't make sense. So yeah. here, uh, here's Kami. Uh, he's at a uh, speech talking about the woes of encryption and how it could harm American security.
7: This is the director the issue of the is FBI. Companies not subject currently to CALEA should be required to build lawful intercept capabilities for law enforcement. Now, to be clear, we are not seeking to expand our authority to intercept communications. We are struggling to keep up with changing technology and to maintain our ability to actually collect the communications we are authorized to collect. And if the challenges of real-time data interception threaten to leave us in the dark, encryption threatens to lead us all to a very, very dark place.
5: Oh, okay. So encryption threatens to lead us all to a very dark place. This is the guy that runs the FBI. It's a pretty bold threat.
7: Here's what I mean by that. Encryption is nothing new, but the challenge to law enforcement and national security officials is markedly worse with recent default encryption settings and encrypted devices and networks all in the name of increased security and privacy. For example, with Apple's new operating system... The information stored on many iPhones and other Apple devices will be encrypted by default. Shortly after Apple's announcement, Google announced plans to follow suit with its Android operating system.
5: So the FBI has taken note of some of these new features coming to the new operating systems.
7: They're not so happy. This means that the companies themselves will not be able to unlock phones, laptops, and tablets to reveal photos or documents. It doesn't mean that at all. It means only their phones. Or email or stored texts or recordings in those, doc, in those instruments. Look, both companies are run by good people who care deeply about public safety and national security. I know that. And they're responding to a market demand that they perceive. It's silly marketing. But the place that this is leading us is one that I suggest we should not go without careful thought and debate as a country.
5: You know, if consumers can protect their own privacy and have control over their own
7: data, think Absolutely. about the dangers. Yeah, the outset the good folks at apple say something that's reasonable which is look it's not that big a deal because law enforcement can still
5: get ready for this get this is this is the director of the fbi he's about to say that folks at apple have told him it's not a big deal why do you have a guess why folks at apple would say it's not a big deal that they encrypt the iphone do you have a guess what their answer was to the director of the fbi because they
4: can just go to the FISA court and get everything that they need.
7: Get the data from the cloud. Cause there you go. Uh, Folks yeah. are going to back up their devices oh. to the cloud, and the FBI with lawful authority can still access the cloud. But here's the problem with that.
5: Get it from the cloud. Here's the problem with that. You Uploading see, it's encrypted. To... You see, we want all the things.
7: The cloud doesn't include all of the stored data on the bad guy's phone. <laughs> bad First, guy. which has the potential to create a black hole in and of itself. But second... If the bad guys don't back up their phones routinely, or if they opt out of uploading to the cloud, the data will only be found on the encrypted devices themselves. And it's the people most worried about what's on the device. ...who will be most likely to avoid the cloud.
5: It's the people who are most likely to worry about what's on the device. He's making it sound like if you're you're privacy and security conscious, if you're somebody who's crazy enough to have like a Nexus 5 device that you don't attach to any Google services and you only use the open source app store, you might be an
7: HVE. And to make sure that law enforcement cannot access incriminating data. Encryption just isn't a technical feature. It's part of a marketing strategy. Oh. But it will have very serious consequences for law enforcement and national security agencies at all levels. Oh
5: well. National security. So they, that's terrorism, yeah. right?
4: Yeah, that's, that's the angle that he's going after, of course.
5: Yeah. 9-11-er. 9-11-er.
7: Sorry.
4: Had Sophisticated
7: criminals him. will come to count on these means of evading detection.
5: Sophisticated criminals are going to buy iPhones, Chase. You heard it right there from the director of the FBI. <laughs> yeah, because they
7: got so much money. It's the equivalent of a closet that can't be opened.
5: Yeah, like the one he's in.
7: A <laughs> safe deposit box that can't be opened. A safe that can't ever be cracked. And my question uh, to facilitate this, this conversation is, at what cost? Um, let me try uh, to correct some misimpressions that yeah, I think are connected to this.
4: Sacrifice my freedoms, Mr. Comey. Sacrifice my freedoms so you have an easier way right. of doing your job. Right. Right. Yeah, I, yeah totally. You know what, Chris, you know what? I'm, I should just give you my phone. It's really
5: what he's saying. At the end of the day, he's saying, oh, don't make our job hard. No. Don't make our job.
4: No, I mean, and, you know, God forbid that you want to protect your stuff and protect your yeah. data and protect isn't, your life.
5: Isn't it weird how they get in that position they can't see how it's aligned too far? How
4: can anybody pass, like, listen to what he says and pass the sniff test?
5: I know. How can anybody do that? I, I hope it doesn't. I hope it's not passing. I hope by him going out there and talking like this, he's torpedoing these efforts, hopefully.
4: But you know what? I, I, I don't hear Apple. I don't hear... Uh, uh, Android. I don't hear any of these companies saying uh, we're not we're not going to do this because the FBI is telling us not to. On the contrary, I think they're pissed off of what happened in the past. You know, yeah. obviously the yeah. FBI, yeah. the CIA, NSA thrown these companies, thrown Apple and Google under the and bus, Microsoft. and Microsoft Big threw time. them all under the bus. All of them, really, yeah. and saying. Uh, you know, give us this data. Uh, these companies haven't been able to share what data that they've given up. They've said, you know, they have to do general like a thousand requests or whatever the case may be. So this is their way of saying, you know what? F you, we're going to encrypt this data for our customers because our co- we're going to lose business. Right. No one is going to want to use our yeah. stuff.
5: I think really at the end of the day, it's a it the, for for Google and Apple. It's about it's about reassuring uh customers around the world that they are safe from the US government and it's also you think about the timing of when apple announced encryption first they announced ios 8 encryption that, and they made it and, and it became a big stink about how it was done about how they would nobody could have the key right, right. and then what comes out the next the month the next month apple pay yeah <laughs> right that that's no coincidence in my no, opinion oh no 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 that's no. Where we want you to trust us as your wallet, and so we are making this really public, really bold statement about security. So that way, in your mind, before we, before we, a month before we even talked about payments, you're already thinking about how secure the device is. It's, a, I think it was a brilliant marketing strategy. Totally.
4: I mean, it was it was one of the situations where
5: one that just happens to you know be good for consumers.
4: Oh yeah, and it's not only that, but it it is a back ended. F you from these companies to the FBI to say, you know what, mm-hmm. uh, you kind of forced us into this position because you did this underhanded thing and you and you forced us to give this information to you guys and have to underhand these you know these rubber stamped requests. No, now we're going to do it this way. So we got
5: uh, some really interesting, uh, I, there's some fascinating stuff that's happening because of the drop in price of oil and uh, it's it's having it's having major ramifications for russia and we have some fascinating stuff to get into there but first we have a uh, we have uh, a, something that was really interesting that was submitted to the subreddit by verndetta i think is how you say it. Vern, ver du, vern, und, und, ver verndu verndu submitted this is this is something that in all of the snowden revelations continually gets buried And I I want to make sure that the unfiltered audience knows that when we talk about the NSA programs and and domestic surveillance, it is already today being abused in a way that violates our Fourth Amendment rights. So the excesses are already happening today, and it happens in the form of something called parallel construction. And there's a quick info video commercial. I hope it doesn't get us pulled off YouTube. Sometimes these do. But it's only about a minute long, and it explains what parallel construction is. It's something we've touched on. But I think it's something we definitely need to to revisit because we haven't talked about some of this NSA stuff for a while. And we'll have more info in the show notes.
8: A secretive unit of the Drug Enforcement Administration is training its agents to cover up how it gets information used to launch investigations of Americans. A technique for concealing the information is called parallel construction. Here's how it sometimes works. A drug dealer wants to move narcotics, weapons, or cash in the United States— An informant, or perhaps an undercover agent, learns of the plans and alerts the secretive DEA unit called the Special Operations Division. The intelligence could also come from an NSA wiretap or electronic intercept. The Special Operations Division tells local or state police that they need to stop a certain truck at a certain place and time. Local police do that in a way that looks like a routine traffic stop but a drug-sniffing dog is brought to the scene. If police find drugs, they arrest the driver. If the case goes to trial, cops know they can never say where the intel came from. They're under direct orders to not disclose it. Instead, they might say the investigation began with a routine traffic stop, a plausible story that creates a new investigative trail that won't lead back to the secret source. That's the parallel construction. What concerns some former prosecutors and judges is that by hiding the origin of the investigation, the DEA could be hiding evidence from the people arrested. This might jeopardize their constitutional right to a fair trial.
4: So is this one of the situations where you pay for what you get? So, for example, usually these criminals that are arrested, you know, they can't afford a really good attorney. Maybe they have a public defender that isn't you know that's overloaded, doesn't have a you know a lot of money in their case file,
5: and then they can't get this no. in the discovery process. It, it, you, you, you could have you could have a billion dollar an hour lawyer. How would they ever know if if the the way the, the evidence trail is started from the police is it starts at that pulling the person over? But the reason they pulled that person over is because they received an anonymous tip from, an, from a special division in the DEA, which gets its information from the NSA. Yeah, so the only reason that person was ever stopped, there was never any probable cause to stop that person. But they can just say, oh, we stopped them for some BS traffic reason. And then we thought we had suspicion, so we did this or actually well, we found this. You so
4: know? if we're sp- speaking on legality, why can't they focus in on that quote-unquote bogus traffic reason? Uh, I mean, because it can
5: make it a perfectly you could you know I mean somebody just has to make a a traffic violation to pull over or the cop could say oh I thought he was on the cell phone I mean who knows yeah, right yeah that's true and and I, I I just I think what the the primary issue is is that a it's a violation of the Fourth Amendment but b people don't even really know what got them in trouble they don't ever know the truth and they will never know if they were somebody who was a victim of it or not right. Uh, okay, so more information in the show notes if yeah. you guys are curious. Now, uh, have, have have you been afraid of a bullet much this week, or are you feeling okay? You got you, you all right? Because well, Shep's here if you need to be talked down from the ledge a little bit. Is, is Shep's he, got – did you see this clip of him laying yeah. down the law?
4: No, is he on the news deck speaking oh. this
5: down? Shep – I think this is maybe one of Shep's is he, is he finest using broadcast his, is, moments. His, is
4: he using a Wiimote to, to move something around? You know, he's just sitting
5: there and oh. is it, oh, so is speaking like from stu- the heart.
4: So this is like a Studio B moment.
5: This is. It's old school. Oh, it's I very old school, school. Studio It's B old school,
3: step Here we go now.
5: A little Ebola update
3: For the next few minutes, I'm going to give you the facts on Ebola It'll take just three minutes But first, today, given what we know You should have no concerns about Ebola at all None, I promise Unless a medical professional has contacted you personally And told you of some sort of possible exposure Fear not do not listen to the hysterical voices on the radio and the television or read the fear-provoking words online. The people who say and write hysterical things are being very irresponsible. Here are the facts. A man contracted Ebola overseas. Tragically, he was dying in a Texas hospital. He was at his most contagious while showing the most severe symptoms. That's how Ebola works. And a health care worker at the hospital got the virus from him. She is doing well, she says, Skyping with her family from isolation just yesterday, saying she's blessed to have so much support and such great medical care. The CDC director told us all of us yesterday that he did indeed expect other health care workers at that hospital who treated that one dying patient to contract the virus. And that's now happened. Another health care worker at that same hospital now has Ebola. They tell us they're transferring her to Emory University Hospital in Atlanta. Now, before she showed symptoms, she flew from Cleveland to Dallas on Frontier Airlines. They say she should not have done that, but she did. But as we all now know, if you don't show symptoms, you are not contagious. She did not show symptoms, according to the doctors. Still, medical professionals are contacting everyone who was on that plane to make sure each person is okay. The CDC director says chances are very slim that any of those passengers is sick. Now, big picture, and this is important. You have to remember that in the middle of all of this...
5: So I think he's about to he's about to talk about something that we've loosely touched on in this show, but right. I, I don't think we've followed this next point far enough, and I think it totally explains why the Ebola hype has been so high. Yes
3: you have to remember that there is politics in the mix. With midterm elections coming, the party in charge needs to appear to be effectively leading. The party out of power needs to show that there is a lack of leadership. So the president has canceled a fundraising trip and is holding meetings and his political opponents are accusing his administration of poor leadership. For the purpose of this fact dissemination exercise, those matters are immaterial. Again, these are the facts. We do not have an outbreak of Ebola in the United States.
5: So he moves on as a uh, as a good Fox News reporter would. But starts that is turning it a little. That bit. is absolutely. And have you seen the bumper stickers? The uh, Obama Ebola. It's like a no. Yeah, it's a, a, a Ebola Ebola bumper stickers, and it's with the Obama logo and that O. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, only it's Ebola. Uh, it's already it's been, Do you want to watch the rest of this? Yeah, it's, it's i It's there's a, so much left. Yeah, where.
3: Yeah. We do have two health care workers who contracted the disease from a dying man. They are isolated. There is no information to suggest that the virus has spread to anyone in the general population in America. Not one person in the general population in the United States. Suggestions have been made publicly that leaders and medical professionals may be lying to us. Those suggestions are completely without basis in fact. There is no evidence of any kind of which we at Fox News are aware that leaders have lied about anything regarding Ebola. I report to you with certainty this afternoon that being afraid at all is the wrong thing to do. Being petrified, and that's a quote, is ridiculous. The panic that has tanked the stock market and left people fearful that their children will get sick at school is counterproductive and lacks basis in fact or reason. There is no Ebola spreading in America. Should that change, our reporting will change. But there is nothing to indicate that it will. Best advice for you and your family at this moment? Get a flu shot. Unlike Ebola, flu is easily transmitted. Flu, along with resulting pneumonia, killed 52,000 Americans last year alone. A flu shot will reduce your chance of getting flu. So get one. We're going to a team of Fox News correspondents now Back to your regularly Fox. different angles of the Ebola situation, beginning with our correspondent Alicia Cunha, who's outside that, the hospital that, in Dallas. That, Alicia, that what do we know of, about
4: of, of Shep right there? Yeah. was was very very good. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I nailed it. Nailed it. I mean, totally nailed it. I mean, I uh, gosh, I, I wish I would have gave you the link, but I heard yesterday of a school district that. Basically tried to quarantine these students Shut because up. that they were they were African-American, not from an Ebola stricken country. Sounds no way. But Is they this were fake. No, it was legit. Really? Yeah. I, I, I could try to find it. But I mean, just I mean, people are living up to this hype and it's stupid. I mean, I've, it'll I, fade. It'll fade. I'm I calling really, it now. I, it has to. It, it has to.
5: All right. So one, something that was getting pretty hyped up and now has kind of faded down was this, this anti-Russia rhetoric was really building for a while, big yeah, time. I remember. Yeah, And totally. I, I, thought, I, I felt like this was, this was really leading up towards something, and then boom, shh, just all kind of fizzled away. Well, it turns out things have been working in the background, big all right. time. All right. And uh, your buddy, Chuck Hagel, uh, was talking about Russia, and he dropped a new term that I like a lot. See if you can catch it, okay? All right. So uh, this is your buddy Chuck Hagel, uh, Secretary of Defense, yakking about Russia. threats good and
0: terrorists and insurgents will remain with us for a long time. But we also must deal with a revisionist Russia with its modern and capable army on NATO's doorstep.
5: Okay, so there's two things in that clip. I want to know if you caught. Well,
4: revisionist Russia, right?
5: That's a good one, right? Uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah. Okay. okay, okay. All right. All right so all right, we're all gonna we'll enough. discuss what that is. Now, what did you catch the other one? the The other thing in that clip that I thought was pretty great.
4: Uh, like what the up and coming part? No. Or? Okay, here. So here's
5: all what right. we'll do. I'll play it one more time, and then we'll ask the chat room. So all chat right. room, listen closely. What? Okay. So Chase got the revisionist Russia, but what's the other line that Hegel uses? I'll give you a hint, it's towards the end. It really doesn't make any sense.
0: Threats from terrorists and insurgents will remain with us for a long time. But we also must deal with a revisionist Russia, with its modern and capable army, on NATO's doorstep.
5: All right, Chase. So, I'm going to let you pick, buddy. The question to the chat room is as follows. What is the weird thing that Chuck Hagel said that it doesn't really make any sense to me? What is the phrase he used?
4: Well, you ready we, for me to pull the lever, Chase? You can pull it. We can see if it's right. <laughs> Seppson in, in the chat room is saying, "NATO's doorstep." Yeah, yes. he
5: says that Russia has moved onto NATO's, NATO's doorstep. doorstep. Now, what's really funny about that is. I don't know how you could possibly say that because it's You're NATO so that's been expanding right. towards Russia and encircling right. Russia. Yeah. Now, thankfully, we are not the only gut dummies in the room that picked that up. Uh, Matt, who works for the AP, also picked this up, and he asked Rear Admiral Kirby, who is the spokesperson for the or one of the spokespersons for uh, the military. I think it. I think he's. I can't remember his exact title, but he's he's a, he's a spokesperson for the Pentagon. And uh, he was in a press conference where Matt from the AP said, so what exactly did you mean by Russia is putting their troops on the border of NATO? Oh, and also revisionist Russia is in here, too.
10: Revisionist Russia. Revisionist Russia. Yeah. What, what what does that mean?
5: Well, the
12: secretary. Yeah.
10: Secretary Hagel. That's Kirby. What
12: he's referring to there is that uh, that there appears to be in their intentions and their motives Um uh, a, uh, a call, a calling back to uh, the glory days of the Soviet uh,
10: Union. He also used the f- that phrase, "the its army," meaning Russia's army on NATO's doorstep. That's Matt. Um, why is that? Is is it not logical to look at this and say the reason that the Russian army is on NATO, uh, the, the Russian army is at NATO's doorstep, is because NATO has expanded? Rather than the Russians expanding,
5: so I want to I want to just take a moment to kind of appreciate what's happening right now. So you've got uh, the Secretary of Defense and now the spokesperson up there saying. Russia is a revisionist country, and they're putting, they're moving closer to NATO borders. They're being the they're aggressor. They're the ones
13: doing
4: it.
5: Russia's being right. the aggressor here. Yes. That's what they're saying. And so yeah. now, Matt from the AP, the only guy that's asking this question out of all of the reporters in DC, he's like, "Wait a minute, could you explain that?"
10: That, in other words, NATO has moved closer to Russia rather than Russia moving closer to NATO. Is that not an accurate? Way to look at this?
12: I think that's the way President Putin probably
10: looks at it. it's certainly not but, the way that we look. Oh at it. wait! You Woo. don't you don't think that NATO has expanded eastward toward Russia? NATO
12: has expanded, okay. and, and the expansion so the has reason, been a good thing for. So the
10: reason that the Russian army is at NATO's doorstep is not the fault of the Russian. army. not the? It's not the Russian army that's done it. It's NATO has moved closer to... I'm pretty sure
12: it wasn't NATO who was ordering, you know, upwards of 15 battalion tactical groups to within 10 kilometers of the border with Ukraine. And I'm pretty sure it wasn't NATO... Who put little green men inside Ukraine to destabilize okay. Eastern? Well, I'm States. pretty
10: sure that Ukraine is not a member of NATO. <laughs> 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 Ouch!
3: Ouch! That Ouch. was an
5: expensive burn. Ouch! Yeah, yeah. Ukraine is not a part of NATO, and hmm.
10: so unless that's changed,
12: it's not, it's not okay. changed. But I'm so, pretty sure the movement by Russia, is has NATO, has,
10: if NATO has moved east. The reason that the Russian army is closer or on NATO's doorstep is because NATO moved. Not NATO is of...
12: not <laughs> an anti-Russia alliance. NATO is a
10: security alliance. For, for 50 years, it was an anti-Soviet alliance. So Where do you not understand it? So, do you not understand how, or can you not even see how the Russians have perceive <laughs> oh. it as a, as a threat? And the fact that it- <laughs> look, he,
5: look, wait, he's starting did, to lose it, wait, dude. You far, see it? Wait, did you see yeah, the flashbulbs go, go off? I got to go back. Yeah, when his face, ended. when his
4: face looked like that, yeah, the yeah. flashbulbs <laughs> <laughs> going off. Let's watch. By, by the way, Netflix. if you're listening to the other version and you have a chance to to look at this, oh. His look is this just is amazing. Worth, this
5: is worth grabbing the BitTorrent Sing for the supporter show right here. Yeah. All right, so let's play this back because yeah, his please. look is great.
12: Anti-Russia alliance. NATO is a security
10: alliance. For for 50 years, it was an anti-Soviet alliance. So Where's do you not Soviet understand it? So do you not understand how, or can you not even see how the Russians would perceive it as a, as a threat? <laughs> and the fact that it keeps getting closer to their border while their troops. I mean, the, the places where their troops are, you say their troops are and may may have been in Ukraine and Georgia, are not NATO members.
12: I don't have – I'm not going to pretend to know what goes in President Putin's mind or Russian military commanders. I okay. mean, I barely got a history degree at the University of South Florida. What right. well, <laughs> I can tell you
5: uh, – <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Yeah, that's the State Department official there who's nervously laughing. Oh, jeez, jeez, shut I up, mean, shut
12: up. I barely got a history degree at the University of South Florida. Oh, what man. I can tell you is that uh, NATO is a defensive alliance. It remains a
10: defensive alliance. Fair enough, but it has moved east, correct? correct? I mean, that's just yeah. the fact. It has expanded,
12: absolutely. Right, exactly. It's but there's no reason... reason for anybody to think the expansion is a hostile or threatening move. And we've been saying that. Throughout the last 15 years,
5: Matt. You know, revisionist Russia. Revisionist Russia. You know, at the,
4: at the doorstep of NATO. <clears throat>
5: All right. But uh, so it, there, there is something you probably noticed. Gas is super cheap. Well, compared to what it has been. Wait,
4: uh, Chris, I, yeah. I, 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 I really just keep an eye on the diesel prices, and they haven't changed
5: that much. Oh, well. <clears throat> yeah. I'll tell you who has noticed a change in price of gas. Uh, that would be a Putin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <whoa. laughs> yeah! It's coming in hot. Go KT! Go KT!
11: Welcome to DEFCON 3. I'm KT McFarland. Hi. Is Russia's economy on the brink? No. Well, one of the benefits from the recent financial market turbulence... Nice level, ...has been KT. a continued <laughs> decline in the price of oil, which is down over 20%. Since June alone
5: Look at that Look at that Look at that Nice Steady Decline Chase That nice Systematic Steady Decline I got a
4: good image here too If you want to show these guys Yeah look at that
5: Yeah Yeah
11: Yeah Yeah, yeah. So let's see what Katie has this to is say This putting increased pressure On some of America's adversaries Specifically Iran Venezuela And Russia so how does this decline impact Russia specifically and Vladimir Putin personally? Joining us to discuss is Robert McFarland. He was national security advisor to President Ronald Reagan and the man who was behind the collapse of the Soviet Union. Thank you so much for joining us, Bud. We're honored to have you with us.
0: Always a pleasure, KT.
11: And let me ask you, what what opportunities does this present? First of all, what hey, problems does uh, this cause? Yeah, Chase. I know
4: it. I know. That, I know. Everybody hates it when we do this, but I'm doing it anyway. Go ahead, go ahead. Uh on a producer's level It's
5: okay, here. I don't it's all right, I don't mind.
4: All right. He's on the phone.
5: Yeah. Yeah. Uh but oh, he's on yeah. Skype. Right. They probably couldn't get the audio working, I'm thinking. Right. They couldn't get the audio working. Just All right. call us. Just call us. So,
11: so hold for on. We don't,
5: we don't need to keep going. What which, which she asked him, yeah. uh, and if you want to watch, let's see, maybe she says it right here. I don't think she does, though.
11: If oil stays at around $80 a barrel, it's now at $82 a barrel, and some feel that it may go even lower.
5: What she says in here is that Russia's budgeted uh, for their economy for barrel to be at least $112. Uh, a, a barrel, whoa, and then at 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 eighty seven it's killing them, and she even asks if this is gonna lead to a coup to get Putin out of, which he says no, but you can watch the rest of that clip wow. and the supporters sink. but as you might expect, this is an issue that has RT's attention, so they've been on top of it, chase now they've been we can on top go back of it to
9: one of our top stories here on RT and that is of uh, falling oil prices. We can bring in Joe Chalente who's a publisher of the trans journal. Joe, are you there? Gerald, are you there with us? Hi there. Well, thanks for joining us here on RT International. (laughs) Well, as we know at this point, there are quite a few theories as to who could be gaining from Hmm. this situation. Hmm.
5: Chase, there's been some suggestions that uh, certain countries could Hmm. be collaborating. That would be kind of illegal, wouldn't it? To drive the price down, if you were, to undermine uh, certain economies. Are you seeing that these are members
4: of the OPEC? There's a
5: theory chase
8: hmm. take a listen
9: at what president vladimir putin had to say
8: let's see what putin had to say. okay vlad plots are always possible but they have an adverse impact in this case
1: on the conspirators if there are any
8: deep. that's very deep so
9: <laughs> what is your take at this point as to who stands to gain from this situation who are these sides who are these people <laughs> Do you
5: see their graphic just did you see the graphic just crapped out for a second? Oops. I, I'm sorry. I know people really hate it when we do this, but I know just a producer's thing, real quick. You see right there the graphic <laughs> craps out. Yeah. Oh, RT
2: just. Oh. Uh.
9: Who stands to gain from this situation? Who are these sides? Who are these people?
2: Well, when you look when you look at the information, for example, coming out, uh, they're expecting oil demand to drop. I mean, this is this has been a report that's been out for several months. And then when you look at the IMF reports and others as well, uh, demand is down. There's no question about it. The global economies are slowing down. But I'd like to read to you from this past Friday. All right, we just want to get this guy's quote here, and then why we'll yeah, it's
5: this better be good, Chris.
4: It's
2: really
5: building up. I'm sorry, <laughs> I just tried to demonstrate to you that there could be a reason that the oil prices are going down, other than just a whole bunch of shale or something like that. Maybe not, but anyways, we'll let him read the quote, and then we'll move on.
2: on October 17th, CNBC, a big business channel in the states and and globally Never heard of as, heard of well. as well. Never heard of and they're commenting, this is at 123 Eastern time. One of the guests. I love it. The Kremlin had $117 budgeted for oil this year. And who is our enemy out there? And now it's at 81. A barrel. And what is the rhetoric coming out of Russia? It's the best thing, he's saying, for the U.S. Another guest. Saudi Arabia has Russia squarely in its sights. And it is extremely fashionable to try to hurt the Russian economy.
5: I think that's it right there. So I wonder if Saudi Arabia and others are working together to lower down the price of oil to screw with Russia. You
4: mean with Canada and possibly America?
5: I don't know, Chase. I'm not a money person. That's your job. I'm just telling you that's where it leads me. That's just where it leads
4: me. Fair enough. I'll I'll get my crack team of economists on board. (laughs) Thank you, sir. And I'll I'll, uh, try to get a report for you. Maybe
5: if anybody out there has a debate to that effect, send it into the Unfilter subreddit, unfilter.reddit.com. All right, so I want to bust into our ISIS file, and uh, before we do that, I want to thank our unfiltered filter patrons you guys out there really are responsible for making sure this show happens every time and chase i had an idea for our patreon yeah something we might want to do to kind of uh, perhaps perhaps give us a reason to add a new milestone
3: Ooh, i, I
4: like milestones and goals and you know right now uh we're a little bit of far away from that uh, twice a week goal so what's going to be the gap stopper there
5: I was thinking maybe if we, and I won't, I I haven't finalized the uh, goal yet, but I was thinking perhaps hiring a producer to do some of the clip collections and stuff Mm. to take some of the load off of uh, what I do during the week. Mm. And so that might be something that, uh, you know, and then also if we do eventually end up getting to the twice a week, we'll be in a better position to support that production-wise. Totally. So we'll talk about that more. But uh, if you like what we do here and want to keep the Unfiltered show on the air, Go over to uh, uh, patreon.com slash unfilter. Patreon.com slash unfilter. You'll also get the weekly update with the supporter sync and all of the goodies in there. You can get the source code to our show with clips, artwork, notes, all that stuff. Patreon.com slash unfilter. And thanks to all 341 of you.
4: And the great thing about the uh, Patreon, by the way, also, you guys, is even if you can't come in at that $5 per month level, think maybe dollar or $3 or $2, whatever you think Unfilter deserves. It's one of those things where, you know what, I can forego getting that big latte that I usually get and throw something towards us because, you know, it's one of those things. You notice, do you hear that? No sponsors. That's right. No sponsors. No sponsors. This is all that we do for you guys. So thanks for your support at Patreon.com/slash/unfilter.
5: Chase, are you worried about ISIS going airborne? You mean ISIL? That's why we might need to put a no-fly zone uh, because, uh, believe it or not, Chris, they they had three jets. Now they're down to one. Right. Right. I believe when this clip airs, I'm not sure how many jets they have, but we've got to get this in the books. We've got to get in the record. ISIS now has, quote unquote,
0: I'm sorry. an air force. This is hilarious. There are concerns tonight about a new threat from the Islamic terrorist group known as ISIS. Uh, ISIL. London based human rights group says the militants now want to be a force in the air. It claims that ISIS fighters are being trained to fly at two captured Syrian air bases. Holly Williams is in the northern Iraqi city of Erbil tonight. And Holly, how credible are these reports? Not very.
5: No. <laughs> no, I actually tracked down the source. It's un- un- unbelievably incredible. No, I have the original source in the show notes. Yeah, it's,
0: yeah.
14: Well, Scott, ISIS has captured Syrian military air bases and military aircraft, that's certain. But this new report comes from a Syrian human rights group, uh, and it quotes anonymous eyewitnesses who say that they saw warplanes taking off from military airports that had been seized by ISIS.
5: That group, by the way, their entire like, purpose is to see Assad toppled. They were established in 2012. Um, they have connections to the West. Who's, so-
4: uh, <laughs> who's this Azizan 12. Th-
5: I think he's an ISIS member. Um, ISIL.
4: All, right, all right. Here's the thing. We talk we've talked about the whole attribution on the show before. If if they are not trying to promote ISIS as a as a you know a good organization and they're evil, why wouldn't you just blur it out? Why wouldn't you just cover it up? I mean this is I mean this is CBS, right?
5: Why couldn't they do that? I don't know. I don't know if I have an answer for you for that. <laughs> That's weird. Yeah.
4: I'm just I mean, <laughs> if they're such an evil organization, right? You wouldn't
5: want people going and watching their propaganda, right? Right,
4: right. I mean they have the flag flowing in the corner, they have yeah. logos on the screen. Why wouldn't you just cover
5: it all up? You know, and if you think about it, like even the Daily Show, when they like play a clip, they put their lower third up over they, the yeah, other. yeah, they cover it they all. They cover it all up. Yeah. That's interesting. So, something to keep an eye on. Uh,
14: And that clearly suggests that ISIS has actually learned to fly the aircraft that it's captured. But we.
4: That does not look like a flight ready airplane to me. Oh, totally not. I mean, first off, you see no ordinance on
5: it. Well, and uh, like, it doesn't look like it's even sealed up completely.
14: Cannot independently verify this report.
5: Oh, shoot, I cut her off. That's my favorite thing. That's my favorite line.
14: Captured. But we cannot independently verify this report. And the U.S. Central Command, which operates surveillance drones over Syria, says it is not aware of any ISIS flight operations.
0: Some ISIS fighters come from the Syrian and Iraqi army as well. How sophisticated (laughs) are the weapons that ISIS now possesses?
14: Well, Scott, ISIS has captured armoured personnel carriers and artillery from the Iraqi military. Uh, A lot of that was originally supplied by the U.S. And then this month, ISIS released pictures apparently showing some of its fighters using manpads or shoulder-mounted surface-to-air missiles that can shoot down airplanes. But flying an aircraft would be a whole new level of sophistication.
0: Holly Williams reporting for us from northern Iraq. Holly, thanks very much. Thanks, Holly. Thanks,
5: Holly. Holly. So, Chase, obviously as the fight ramps up, the U.S. is forced to take things further, and we also have to make sure that we support the people that are fighting along the same political lines that we agree with. Therefore, when it comes time to drop bombs, or I'm sorry, bombs, no, no, wrong people, drop weapons and food.
15: What we are hearing uh, from Kurdish fighters inside the town is that those airdrops last night, three American C-130s dropping 27 separate bundles of ammunition, medical supplies and food, actually delivered uh, some M-16 rifles. uh
5: Wait a minute here. Wait a minute, so we've dropped ammunition and rifles now?
15: According to that fighter who said the aid is going to assist, but they're going to need more, a stark move by the United States to use its power aircraft to take this aid from Iraqi Peshmergas, in fact.
5: So, take note, we took the aid from uh, Iraqi Peshmergas, which is troops, and we took them up into the air... And drop them over to some rebels. In
15: Iraq, and drop it off to the Syrian Kurds, their brothers fighting uh, here. And that, of course, bolstered as well by some news we're hearing, too, that Turkey, who frankly sees the Kurds fighting here as far from their friend. In fact, terrorists, in some eyes, have in fact allowed... Peshmerga, more Kurdish fighters through their territory to enter that city of Kobani and assist the fight for yeah, it. So a lot happening this science. morning. A lot that the United States has decided to do to bolster the Kurds who've been optimistic after 135 airstrikes in the past weeks.
5: So, Chase, you know me, Chase. I'm a, I'm a pretty cynical guy. I start frying some bacon immediately. I start thinking. Mm. So we take weapons from the I Iraqi army Very nice. and from we Petal drop it California. off on some pro-Kurdish Sy- Syrian rebels. Right, yeah. yeah, y- yeah. Y- you know what I'm thinking is going to happen next, right? What happens when you just drop weapons out of the back of the airplane? Uh, it's going to go in the wrong hands, Chris. Hmm. It-
4: wouldn't
0: that happen?
5: Hmm. So, Chase, hours after that report was filed, we yep. get a report from NBC News. Oh,
0: OK. While the U.S. military continues to drop bombs on ISIS targets, it has also dropped supplies to the Kurdish forces who are fighting ISIS on the ground. But in the process, some of those supplies, including weapons, have apparently fallen into enemy hands. i report shocked. on that tonight <laughs> from our chief foreign correspondent, Richard Engel.
5: So, so the CNN report was the morning news, and then by the time Brian comes on in the evening, ISIS already has the weapons. In all wars, there
0: are uncontrollable factors, like wind. And this time, it seemed to blow in ISIS's favor.
2: An American-delivered bundle
0: intended to help fight ISIS in Kobani apparently landed in the hands of the militants.
2: Old grenades, some RPGs newer grenades. ISIS called them spoils of war in this propaganda video. But they're unlikely to change the course of the month-long battle for Kobani. The U.S. military says it's trying
0: to verify the video. It acknowledges that one of the dozens of bundles it airdropped this weekend did go off course, but was later destroyed by an airstrike. <laughs>
5: So they sent an airstrike out to destroy the bundle to make sure that ISIS didn't get it. Uh, I'm not buying it, Chase. I'm not buying it. The part that it went
4: into enemy hands or they dropped weapons at all.
5: (laughs) No, the part where it... So here, I have the the video where ISIS is showing off their... Here we go. This is it right here. So this is ISIS showing off their weapons. Wait,
4: wait. Those look like old, empty grenades. Wait, they don't even look like they have pins on them. Can You back don't. that up a You're little? You're right.
5: They don't.
4: Can you back that up? Look, but look
5: how many boxes they have. That's that's a lot of boxes. Yeah. All right. I'm backing it up.
4: Uh, well, a little bit. Yeah. Right there. Right there. Well, they just haven't been
5: armed yet. Maybe. Maybe they like you know like you got to arm them. Like maybe they have. Wait, to.
4: Wait. Do you have? Do you have to put stuff inside? I don't yeah. know anything about yeah, military. I think so. Yeah. But those are like all.
5: Well, they obviously haven't exploded, so they just haven't been armed yet.
4: Yeah. I mean, uh, I, I am icon kind of saying in the chat room, the one that he was handling was definitely does not have a yeah, pin. I yeah, I caught that right away.
5: Yeah. Maybe the pins are in there somewhere, I don't know. Or it's crap. So but you see there's Do several it yourself grenade. <laughs> but you see there's several boxes here. Yeah. Look at all these. So
4: this is just raw video from R T?
5: Well, uh I just put this video up and RT reposted it. Oh
4: okay. Oh
5: well, there you go, there's some RPGs. Yeah. Does that make you feel better, Chase? Well maybe. So what else did you get? Look at this. Isn't this nice, ISIS? They just record this on what? Probably their iPhone with iOS 8 encryption that they've been <laughs> uploaded to. Uh, All right, what you get here,
4: buddy? Is there, is there a GPS device in any one of these? Uh, uh, who, who mentioned that here? Uh, Zardoz in the chat. Oh, uh,
5: yeah, there we go. Look at that. So anyways, we'll have the, we will have the entire uh, ISIS video uh, in the uh supporter wow. sync if, if you want to grab that. Oh, okay. <clears throat> so, okay, Chase. You know, one uh, no. thing I... Thanks, Noel. One thing I want to talk about uh, is uh, I know you've been really concerned about uh, these Toyota trucks. Totally. Where do they get these Toyota trucks? You notice that they're always driving Toyota they're trucks? They're always
4: driving very nice trucks. Uh, you know, we like actually- Like this one, we got a picture of one, this uh, beautiful Toyota Hilux, which-
5: so, Hey, Chase, great. notice the date on that uh, article there? Uh, this is
4: April uh, April 1st. And it's
5: not It's It's not. A, it's not an April Fool's, oh, okay, but that's right. when it was posted. What's the uh, headline say there?
4: Uh, this one Toyota pickup truck is at the top of the shopping list for the Free Syrian Army.
5: Oh, and if you scroll down and a little download. bit, you'll find out that we sent a whole bunch of these trucks to the moderate rebel. Now, all of a sudden, ISIS has them. Here's the report.
4: Last week, the U.S. announced it was restarting delivery
8: of non-lethal aid to some of the more moderate rebel groups in Syria. That aid obviously does not include guns and bullets and stuff that kills, but it does include a lot of other things. Communications equipment, generators, over three tons of medical supplies, hundreds of thousands of MREs, and Toyota pickup trucks. Forty-three of them have been delivered, and more are reportedly on the way. We spoke with an advisor to the Syrian National Coalition, which represents moderate opposition groups. He's a fan of Toyota trucks, and one model in particular, the Hilux.
5: So uh, these moderate rebels, quote-unquote, you
8: know were fans of
5: Toyota. So the State Department sent those Toyota trucks over there.
4: You know why the Toyota Hilux? I know. I don't know if you read down the article all the way. They say it's a what? force
5: multiplier. <laughs> That's what they say.
4: No, the- <laughs> you know Why? Why? If you looked at the bottom, and I've watched this episode, uh, Top Gear UK (laughs) did a whole series about... How they tried and tried to kill a Toyota Hilux. They had it on the top of a building where it got exploded. Yeah, it's it a in good the, trick for them. Their... They put it in the
5: sea. Yeah,
4: and the only clause was uh, they could try to get it back going again with just basic tools. And yeah, they were able to do it every. That's single what they time. talk about.
5: I have the clip in the show notes where they t- or in the supporter sync where they talk about how it's uh, it's great for saving somebody in a health run or in a like a combat. It's what they say it has a lot of purposes. Yeah. But we need to focus more on home back here because we have to worry. about about these homegrown extremists going off and supporting ISIS like teenage girls.
11: <laughs> and in Denver this morning, the FBI is connecting ISIS to three runaway teenagers. Officials say the young women were interested in meeting up with fighters from the terror group. All three are home this morning and are unlikely to face criminal charges. Bob Orr is in Washington where investigators say the girls' families tipped them off. Bob, good morning.
1: Good morning. Well, this began, as you say, with runaway reports on Friday, when the families realized the three teenage girls had skipped school and had taken off with cash and passports. Police and the FBI were notified, and officials soon discovered the young women had flown from Denver through Chicago and on to Germany. Oh. The girls there were stopped at the Frankfurt airport before they could fly on to Turkey. They were briefly questioned and then put on a return flight that brought them back to the U.S. Now, law enforcement sources say there are indications the girls, ages 15 to 17, were planning to travel on to Syria, where they ultimately hoped to link up with radical fighters. Sources say the- they expect us to believe
5: that 15-year-old, 16-year-old and 17-year-old girls wanted to travel to Syria to join ISIS.
4: Hey, young girls are pretty uh, pretty mature at those ages now.
1: The girls, two of Somali descent and the other Sudanese, may have been greatly influenced by terrorist propaganda, but the young women had
5: on the internet by the way.
1: Not been completely radicalized. One official said they appear to be acting out some kind of jihad fantasy. The FBI says it's continuing to investigate the case, but the girls who are back with their families now have not been charged with any crime. And law enforcement officials say the case is a pretty good example of how the system can work properly to stop the flow of Americans to overseas terror groups if families and friends reach out to authorities with timely information.
5: I think it's all about, it's all about... It could be anyone in our midst. It could be anyone who gets radicalized on the Internet. It could be somebody who goes and shoots up Parliament. It could be teenage girls in Colorado. Yeah. It can be anyone in our midst. It can be that guy down in Australia from last week. And it, it, it's this. I feel like that there's a meta message to this clip. What happened itself is not the message. What right. really the message is is that if these teenage girls could go do it, anybody could go do
4: right. it. Right. So you got to watch out for your – Chris – Dude, Dylan,
5: what a I know, right? Dude, I know he could get radicalized on YouTube on Be the careful. iPad. Be careful! Be careful! I know, Chase. I know. So, anyways, there you go. We finally solved the mystery of where all those Toyota trucks came from. The, the teenage girls running away to ISIS.
4: As long as they're not getting all the options, I mean, right?
5: And now we know why the oil, or I should say, the gas you're putting in your vehicle, has gotten so much cheaper. Is so that way we, we can screw with Russia. So, that's, we've learned a lot today, but we do need to end on a high note, as is predicted, As we always do on the show. Now, did you see I have something in there about uh, 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 I can't. I, I put something in there. I can't remember. I, the show notes have gotten crazy this week. There's yeah, been a few so, things we haven't gotten to. Uh,
4: doctors are going to be testifying in court on Monday. About the claims of medical marijuana, right, and the benefits and all that,
5: right. So that's that's right. So that yes, thank you. So this no is a historical case because uh, what essentially is uh, uh, what's going to happen is the judge is allowing basically the argument that it's unconstitutional to make. Uh, and this is weed happening illegal. in
4: California, by the way, which I like because the federal court in California, which I believe is the Ninth Circuit is tends to be a lot left leaning a lot more you know open to these kind of things <clears throat> so you know what you so you know how you've been,
5: been talking about how the first step will be making it no longer a scheduled one drug that's correct that's what they're going to go argue is that making it a scheduled one drug is yep. unconstitutional or something to that effect is what they're going to go argue. That's a huge deal. This is the first time in recent memory that a federal judge has granted evidentiary hearing on a motion challenging the statute which classifies cannabis to be one of the most dangerous illicit substance in the nation. So it's a big deal. That's happening on Monday. And
4: it's already – there's been science, private science, because unfortunately there can't be any public money on the federal level to study this stuff. But there's been private science and plenty of it to show – The benefits. I mean, we've talked about it at nauseum on this show, so it's one of those situations where I cannot wait to see how this case you know draws out, and this will be the slow step. Like I said, I've already made that red book prediction. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It will it will be a gradual approach.
5: All right, Chase. So as Halloween approaches, (laughs) let's make a red book prediction. Are we going to have like a dramatic like child rush to the hospital? All right, let's play this clip and then talk about it. Why?
4: Because it's. Too damn expensive. We've already seen the prices. What is it, like $25 a gram? You're not going to see some pot smoker going to go, you know what? It would be
5: cool to get these kids high. All right, it's don't too- hold on. Let's see, because Como disagrees, when Chase. When many
9: of us were younger, Halloween came with different warnings. Beware of razor blades and apples or a glass in popcorn balls.
0: Como for Elisa Jaffe has the sobering details of how parents this year sobering. will be on the lookout for Halloween.
5: Halloween?
4: Uh, oh, oh, this is going to be good. They are laying it on gonna be thick. This is going to be good. This is going to be so good. Happy
5: Halloween.
13: It's the one night of the year parents let costume kiddos gather up gobs of candy. But be watchful of the <gasps> stash this Halloween. Looks like pump See that bag right there? Just that bag right there is 25. 25
4: bucks and there's probably what? What? 20 pieces
13: in there. Pumpkins, spiders. Colorful, cannabis-laced candies now come in a Halloween assortment.
2: I think that the concern that uh, people have is, will these type of products end up in a child's Halloween bag?
13: You need a doctor's recommendation to swallow these sweets. So, pause
5: right there. All right. That is the crux... Of this entire thing that blows this entire report apart, and they just throw it in. There's a throwaway line. Yeah, uh, I want to repeat it. I have it noted in the show notes. You have to have a, you have to have a medical marijuana card. So they don't sell those in the recreational stores. No, they
4: don't because because in order for that for them to sell uh, treats in regular marijuana stores, they have to have go through the yep. the health department and yep. get labeled yeah. and, and the whole thing. They the
5: whole thing. Yep. So in other words, this has been something that has been on the market. For about 10 years. Yes. The medical marijuana stuff has been around for a long time. It is absolutely nothing new this year. Recreational marijuana has not changed this at all. There is nothing that is different at all. And by the way, the whole story is because of something that came out of Denver Halloween bag.
13: You need a doctor's recommendation to swallow these sweets, but the legalization of marijuana prompted police in Denver to post a Facebook warning about Halloween.
5: So because it, something happened, there was a, because there was a Facebook warning in Denver. A Facebook warning in Denver. Como 4 News is running this report. Some
10: of these products look so similar to candy that's been on the market that we've eaten as children.
13: And in West Seattle, the CEO of Northwest Patient Resource Center echoes the advice to make sure kids' candy comes in sealed packages and read all labels for THC in the treats. And if your child brings home something that says keep away from children, do that.
4: There Seattle, you go! The Chris, screen- <laughs> uh, let me ask you a question. I, may, I Maybe you might not know this. Yeah. When did uh, me- medical marijuana in the state of Washington,
5: state oh, of Washington, man. I feel like
4: it was become like law?
5: The nineties, almost or something. I can't remember.
4: Okay. All right, very good. You're you're getting warm. Yeah, nineteen ninety eight. Okay. There hasn't been a news story <laughs> I know. I know. about this. I know since ever.
5: I know. I know. So, and yeah, so this is such crap. And uh, by the way, so uh, when the police were contacted for this story, the Seattle police they advised you know making sure you screen uh, the treats and toss away any ones that don't have wrappers. But they say, uh, by the way, uh, Seattle police are a lot more worried about cars hitting kids than we are about weed on Halloween. So could everybody talk more about the car problem and not about the pretend how- the weed problem that you are talking about? Thanks. Yeah. Signed, Seattle Police. You,
4: and you know what? I, I love looking at the comments on this because— <laughs> <they're>, <laughs> Are they just brilliant? Because the, the comments are, are brilliant on this. And, uh, for example, someone that, one of the top comments, and he gets it too, maybe uh, maybe a listener of the show. Hey, uh Basically says, So why would anybody give out obscenely expensive and difficult to obtain cannabis edibles to kids on Halloween? Sounds like fear-mongering to me. I discovered that recreational pot shops cannot sell them. Uh, a little bit too expensive to be given away as a treat, or am I wrong? Uh, there is no doubt that innocent children will be given these dangerous drug-laden candies by sick dopers. We live in Seattle, the capital of entheolism. I mean, just like crazy stuff. I love Come it, Chase. On.
5: I love it. You know. And as I fly away and I go to the bastion of sanity, which is Columbus, Ohio,
4: dot the i in Ohio,
5: where there is no legal recreational cannabis, I'll sit from a distance, look back at my home state, and think, when are we going to get our crap together?
4: Well, hey, a way to get your crap together, Chris, is head over to the Unfilter subreddit page at unfilter.reddit.com. Mm-hmm. This is where all 1,574 of you, as mm-hmm. of right now, can get together and talk about the issues that you love yes. to talk about. In
5: fact, I don't always get to thank people. I tried to – I did it once. In the show notes, I also – you know what? I'll just say right now, see if I scroll up right now in the show notes. I want to say uh, – Thank you to JAW314159 for submitting a story to the subreddit that made it into the show. Of course, we mentioned Vrendetta earlier and a Bayer5398 yes. rocking some of those submissions. Unfiltered.reddit.com. Help make our show better. Your comments, your votes, all of that help. Chase, if I want to talk to you online, follow what you're doing, get announcements from you, things like that, where would I go? Head over to
4: at newness. N u n e s on Twitter. Nice, 140 dude. characters a lesson. as you can see, I'm all festive in my baseball. I'm going to be tweeting
5: about Linux Fest at Ohio. Follow me, Chris L a s. Also, oh. follow the wife, A n g e r z. Angers. She'll be she'll be tweeting too. Also. Check out some of Chase's shenanigans over at geekgamer.tv. Yeah,
4: we just did a, a big survivor games at AT&T Park in the Minecraft world, which was really cool. Whoa, by dude. the way, that's a lot
5: for my brain to process. By the way,
4: I, I want to leave you guys with a couple cool pictures Let's this do is it. me and my good friend. Is that your hump buddy? That's Mike. He's 96 inches tall.
5: Don't rub up on him, Chase. Look
4: look how big he is. Look at that.
5: Is that guy is almost as big as you are?
4: He's taller than me
5: that's a huge ass teddy bear chase. Yeah,
4: you're gonna have to check him out someday.
5: No, oh, I think I'm gonna have to meet him. <laughs> yes! Alright, everyone. Well thank you so much for tuning in this week's episode of Unfilter. Assuming and I survived the trip. Don't get sick. We'll see you right back here. Next,
1: next week. week.
5: Alright, Chase, let's have everybody go to JBTitles.com, jbtitles.com.
4: And no the bear was not full of marijuana.
5: <laughs>
4: Costco lace marijuana.
5: Uh, that's a good one.
4: Oh yeah. So I got a question for the JB Live chat room.
5: Oh, Angela reminds me that we might have a schedule problem next week.
4: Oh, okay.
5: Yeah. I have a teacher parent conference at one twenty tomorrow. Or a win next Wednesday. I think that you know should it's, be okay, but it's
4: only gonna get worse. I know.
5: All right, Chase, what do you got next? What do you got?
4: All right, so here's my question for everybody. Um, I am heading south down to the San Francisco Bay Area. I'm going to the World Series on Saturday. And I uh, have to drive for 14 hours approximately. Me, my wife and I, were going to be switching back and forth. So I would love to hear suggestions from the JB chat room.
5: Hot wife picture on Instagram today. Boom, not that's the bear right there. Pow! Boom! Look
4: at that. that Look at nice? that.
5: Looking good, Angela.
4: She's like... She's all over. She was over. sitting right
5: there in that chair.
4: She's all over the selfie, man. She's, she's so good at it. She's
5: doing that while I'm trying to do my intro, and that's super distracting. Dude. For
4: TikTok. No wonder why you have three kids. So
5: here's what I say. Uh, get a <laughs> Costco thing of Red Bull. Red
4: Bull? Why not? So here's the thing about podcasts, Eric. Erica, and I've gotten other suggestions for podcasts, too. I've, I've Jbtattles.com. I've read things, Chris, that saying you shouldn't be listening to spoken word when you're driving. Because it will, it will just kind of
5: shut your dumb mouth right now before no, people stop no, listening no, to no, us. No, no, you are
4: gonna kill for our business for fourteen hours. I'm, I'm talking about kidding. for fourteen I'm just hours.
5: kidding. kidding. Toad's kidding, but seriously, don't say that crap on air.
4: <laughs> but <laughs> well, I'm just saying for fourteen hours, like Get, for a short. For you a short... should actually, uh,
5: I think. Well, you need to think about this differently.
4: Yeah. Okay. I'm I'm all ears. You
5: need to think about the fact that there's going to be another human being in that car with you. That's absolutely
4: correct. And so
5: what you need to do is you two need to be uh, uh, entertained together. I suggest to you The Martian on Audible.
4: The Martian.
5: Fucking amazing book.
4: I'm I'm, I'm noting
5: that now. Uh, I guarantee you she will like it. If anybody has a pulse, they will like that book. It's amazing, and I think you guys could easily polish that off. Dude, Audible, 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 because if you get a good book, it keeps you awake. Also, uh, Stephen King's book about the time travel is really good. The JFK book, Stephen King JFK book, that, that's another. page. I'm just thinking of page turners for you.
4: I got it. The Martian on Audible. Yeah,
5: and then also JFK has a. Uh, uh, Stephen King has a JFK book. that's really good. That'll keep you awake. <laughs> All
4: right, so uh, Angela's telling me piano music.
5: No, dude. No, she's gonna kill you.
4: Dedication audio CD. I'm looking at this right now. Michelle McLaughlin?
5: Dude, she's trying to murder you.
4: (laughs) Uh, Anybody got some good Spotify playlists? Share them with me. Spotify, if you got Spotify... I have an itchy ear. Please share your playlist with me.
5: All right, listen. You've got to get this book, okay? You've got to get this book.
4: Well, you told me The Martian,
5: right? Yeah, The Martian's one of them.
4: But Oh uh, What's the other one?
5: Chat room. What's the Stephen King book where the guy has a burger shop and he can go back in time? They're telling
4: me to try Halloween. <laughs> Not while I'm driving.
5: There is a book.
4: 80s music only.
5: Look. Uh, look. There um, is. I a, might do that. Look. Look. Chase, look.
4: Look. All right, Obama. Look. All right.
5: There is a book.
4: F the EU. That can only go for so
5: long. Where a guy tries to go back in time and prevent JFK's murder. And some amazing ass happens, and it will it will keep you awake if you listen to it. It's so good, oh, it's so good. It's a Stephen King book. It's super good, super super good. I cannot find it in my thinks. I have so many Audible books, but it's one of my favorite books of all time. Look, <laughs> anybody in the chat know a book I'm talking about? Anybody? Anybody? Get
4: the book, Chase. It's Do got, as got the you're name. Told. What
5: year was Kennedy killed? Because it's, it's got the name. It's got Wasn't that it year Like sixty something. Sixty seven or something.
4: Red Bull, empty Gatorade bottles, and The Martian. Actually, why would I need empty Gatorade bottles? Can I just get some Depend?
5: This is driving me crazy that I cannot find this. The Shining. Oh well, I've I've tried to help you as much as I can. <laughs> I, I can I can only lead the horse to the water. All right, let's see what we got for titles. All right, what do we got? Uh, JVtitles.com. JVtitles.com. <laughs> Listen weapons, to The Shining. Weapons of mass encryption are not bad. That's pretty good. That's no, not bad. Not bad
4: at all. Nice play on it.
5: Uh, Dylan goes ISIS. Everyone <laughs> can be a terrorist. <laughs> Dylan goes ISIS. Internet creates HVE girls.
4: Well, I know I, so I can pee, John Deer Tay. I mean, that's what Depends is for. I don't even have to peer in a bottle. I can just
5: go. Encryptions of, I think I'm liking, I'm thinking I'm. I'm like I'm the astronaut. I'm thinking I'm liking weapons of mass encryption I so like far. that
4: too, by the way. that that That's great. Remember that uh, that astronaut that like drove like x amount of hours and he bought Depends. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm gonna be switching back and forth with, with the wife. So,
5: so uh, weapons of mass encryption chase revisionist Russia revises you. That's pretty good. Eleven twenty three sixty three. Write that down. What was it again? Eleven twenty three nineteen sixty. Yeah, sixty three.
4: Eleven twenty three sixty three. That's.
5: I don't know if that's the name of the book, but you can find it. Get it. If you got that book and The Martian, I guarantee you, you t- both of you would be very entertained and you'd stay awake. Okay. Uh, all right. So Chase, your call. Has the chat room earned it? It's your call on this, buddy. If you want to say no, you can tonight. You mean for the title? Yeah, I, th- I, I think the like- title's great. So you think they earned it? Yeah, absolutely. All right, Charum, here you go. Here Chase it is. is giving
10: it I'm to you tonight. laughing. This is
4: break what it down, yo. <laughs> <laughs>
13: Oh, shit.
5: There, there you go. There you go. There you go. You know what? You know what? You did so good. You get I'm it again. i
10: laughing. This is what yeah, I say.
13: Break
8: it
5: down. Oh. 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 All right, there you go. There you go. You guys, thank you very much for being here today. We love you. Oh, love you too. Well, hopefully, I don't think we'll have an eruption. I think I'll just... I don't know what we'll do. Send us your emails. Maybe we'll do a feedback-heavy episode or something. That'd be week. fun. We haven't done that forever. Forever. Forever, ever. Okay, everybody, we're going to get out of here. Chase, say goodbye to everybody. Have a great trip, Chase. Yeah, so
4: same to you. Yeah. Same if, to you. Hopefully,
5: neither one of us dies.
4: No. Ha- well, you'll have a better time. Yeah, hopefully, you won't have to worry about Ebola at the airport. Right. Um, my than-
5: plan is to get so drunk that Ebola won't want my body.
4: And on that note, go Giants. Good night, everybody.